because we both know what it's like to have people be jealous of us. Hi, everybody. Bonjour tout le monde. Welcome to another episode of Those Hosts Over There. I'm Boma. It's Nofil, baby. <laughs> That's how I always start, Oh my goodness. Right? Today's my birthday. Happy birthday no, no, no. to no, no, no. you. <laughs> oh, she's like, no, no, no. Like, don't sing. Happy birthday, Boma. Thank you, thank you. I'm turning, well, I turned 26. I feel really good for a 26-year-old woman. Yeah, I think so, especially that you're pregnant. <laughs> She's not pregnant, although I wish <laughs> I wish she were. What do you wish? You want, you want me to have a baby? <laughs> yeah, Why? it would be very cute, like very, I don't Depends know. Who, who I'm having a baby with, you're ugly. <laughs> I mean, if you have it with me, then it's fine. Uh, guys, look out for those hosts over there, baby coming up soon. <laughs> Do you remember our episode, Popping Babies at 11? <laughs> I mean, you might just pop them at 26, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, no. I always tell my sisters, I'm like, guys, you can't have a baby with an ugly person because I don't want to have like ugly nieces and nephews. No shade. Yeah. I was talking to you and Michelle about that. Yeah. Like you guys have access to like stuff. I'm like, even me, people treat me a certain way because although I'm black, because I look a certain way or I mm-hmm. dress a certain way. Take so I'm not, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. People are gonna be like, not yet. It may change at the end of this episode. <laughs> I mean, really? I have some, like, object- objections around heterosexuality, but well- sure. <laughs> JK people, love yourself. <laughs> what are we talking about today in the world of pop culture? That's a, very, <laughs> that's a very good question. I love how she always asks me about pop culture. Know, right? Knowing that I know nothing about pop culture. Just because it's fun to ask you. Okay. <laughs> well, this is kind of, like, well- news pop culture-ish. A few episodes ago, I talked about Aaron Hernandez. It was the No Sister Left Behind segment where I talked about girls who are ride or die regardless of the situation. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Hernandez, um, who committed suicide in prison, cheated on this girl, did all this random shit yeah. to her, and she like still stuck by him. Do you know the show Dr. Phil? Yes. She's going to be on Dr. Phil next week. Nice. And she's <laughs> talking about her life or something. And I'm pretty sure Dr. Phil pays them a lot of money to be on that show. So I think she's doing it for the cash. I mean, I feel very conflicted about it because a few weeks ago, they released his Aaron Hernandez's suicide note. And one of the things he told her was, share my story with the world. Okay. So I think she thinks she's doing that. Being on Dr. Phil, I'm making money, I'm talking about his story, you know? Why not? Like, why not, right? Yeah. I don't know if I I had a friend or a partner who was really high profile and they killed themselves and told me to share their story with the world, I would go all out. <laughs> I'm going to Oprah, Dr. Phil, TMZ. Will you? I probably would. Really? I would. That's what they wanted, you know? I mean, I don't would know. You? I don't know. I don't think you so. Don't know po- yeah, it depends It depends on the reason why they've committed suicide, right? Yeah. Why they, yeah, like took refuge in death. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Like, it depends on the reason. If they did it for, yeah. I don't know. I don't want to say heroic because I don't think yeah. suicide is heroic. But mm-hmm. if they were, for example, oppressed mm-hmm. or something like that, and they did it as a result of that, then yeah. maybe if they were mentally sick as well. So mm-hmm. it's a good opportunity to kind of shed light on that on mental the, illness. Yeah. However, I mean, I don't know. It depends on the reasons. But if they were just mm-hmm. like committed suicide because they've, I don't know, they've lived yeah. like a criminal life or something, mm-hmm. then the what's, yeah, what's really to share there? You I know? know, that's a good point. Because if it serves a purpose, I'll share it. But if it doesn't, then why, you know? I don't think it's, I don't think it, it like, 
shed light on anything. I think all she's <laughs> all because in the preview of the show, all she's doing, all Doctor Doctor Phil is asking her questions, mm-hmm. responding to I would say the most popular news articles about his life, and yeah. then she's responding to it. So it's basically like setting the record straight, which is kind of like it's not doing. It's not really doing much for the greater good, but I think she's like, well, he asked me to share the record. <laughs> Why not? Why not, right? Make right? money, talk about him, and then she's probably going to do a movie. I can probably see her writing a book soon. Nice. I think she's going to go all out, you know? Yeah. Which I, I probably would, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't I would know. go all out. I'm like, I would muck it. <laughs> Anywho, she's doing that. Interessant in huh? French. I said interesting in French. Oh, okay. Showing my bilingualism. <laughs> well, trilingualism, actually. Nice. Look yeah. at <laughs> I mean, guys, I mean, I know, like, ten French words, so that's good. Um, so, do you know One Direction? Yes. Do you know Liam in One Direction? Yes. Actually, people you? think I look like him. Some people oh, told me. Oh, I don't know what me. he looks like. Liam? Really? Yeah. He's I like, know he's blonde. Oh, is he blonde? Yeah. Oh, no, no, actually, I know. Is he blonde? I don't know. He's, like, Ooh. Caucasian. Harry Styles is which one? Isn't Harry Styles blonde? Harry Styles is, like, the one long, long with hair. long hair. Who looks kind and, of... And three nipples. Anyway. He, has, he has three nipples. He has three nipples? Yeah. Is the third nipple in the middle? I, don't, I haven't seen it, but that's what I heard. I mean, I wasn't really interested in his nipples. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Let me show you his Yeah, So his I picture. saw his name pop up. He's doing something. I'll show you. I don't his, know what he's doing. I'll show you his I picture. I didn't care to like, look it up. But... Look at him. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know his face. Yeah. They say you look like him? Yeah, that's what I mean, I guess people you have the told same, me. Similar, you have the same facial structure. I think so. Yeah, I mean, I but think I'm more, prettier, but like, I think so too. <laughs> thank you. His face is more angular than yours. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. He's the one who had the baby with. Oh yeah! With, with, oh my goodness! Yeah, I yeah. love that lady. You like her? not necessarily her talent or anything, but I think she's like beyond gorgeous. Um. So yeah, they have a baby together, which people thought was scandalous because when they met, he was like, sixteen or something. Yeah. In her 30s or whatever. Yeah, same thing with Emmanuel Macron, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was uh, yeah. his teacher, right? And yeah, then... and she met him when, like, um, he was 15. And then she divorced her husband. Yeah, and, and then... left her kids as well. Did she leave her kids too? Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, I mean, how did she leave them? Were they not grown? <laughs> I mean, no, not really I, them. I, I don't know because I think she left them to the father that's what I read like really? yeah to like raise them and take care of them and stuff like that whoa yeah. scandalous <laughs> Liam from One Direction is doing something which I didn't bother to check what it was because I didn't care that much <laughs> I like how informative <laughs> this segment this is, is really <laughs> really <laughs> very impressive <laughs> You know what? Also, honestly, the thing is, pop culture is so lame. Like, I actually cannot bring myself to it. Like, I literally can't. Well, that's why this is what I know about Kim Kardashian. What do you know about her? Like, she no longer talks to Caitlyn Jenner because Caitlyn wrote like this book where she just like lied about everything. Oh, is that why? Yeah, but I like Kim Kardashian's honesty yet sass. Honestly, when when she said, she's like, well, she took, like, Caitlyn took such a long time to be honest to herself. Mm. So I'm not, I'm not expecting her to be honest to the world. Oh, interesting. That's, yeah. like, that's very good. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, Caitlyn was, like, lying about, like, she was like, oh, like, everyone knew that, like, it was going to transition. Like, I told oh, really? Chris even before marriage. Oh. And no, she didn't. <laughs> so that's all I have for pop culture. Nice, nice. I feel like this is what pop culture, the pop culture segment is about. It's about informing you about what's happening in the world. Because <laughs> you don't know otherwise. I'm like, I want to tell you, pop culture. So now you know that um, Liam Payne has something happening, which we don't know what it oh is. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Very interesting, really. Really. Um, fake news. You are fake news. Okay, so 
news segment. Christy Clark. Christy Clark is still kind of here. Yeah. Kinda here. It's like one she, foot in, one foot out. They said girl. she won a minority government. I read this article that said that's not actually true. I know. That's right? the thing. So I don't know. I'm so it's, confused. It's not. I think we're not going to know this until like May 22nd to 24th. Yeah. So it's not. The jury's still out on that one. Yeah. She's so lame though. This she's lady. Really, did you see the video of her at the grocery store? And this lady's like, Christy Clark, I didn't vote for you. And she's like, well, that's the beauty of democracy. And walked away. <laughs> watch it no it's so good it's so funny it's so okay I, people thought that was really bitchy but i was like that is literally bitchy goals yeah she saw this lady who told her i didn't vote for you and then she just walked away and i'm like yeah do that but the problem is i would do that but i'm not running mm-hmm. for the leadership of like the bc right. uh, liberal party whatever yeah so that was kind of bitchy but why can't she be a bitch mm-hmm. like why can't she you know like yeah she's a politician but she's also a real person maybe that day she was like i don't have time for this bitch <laughs> but i don't know she's I don't die for this person who's yeah. to tell me they don't vote for me you know yeah on another um, note uh mm-hmm. this like guy uh, he's a deputy ontario ndp leader his name's jagmeet singh if i'm pronouncing that correctly oh, the, one, the one who wears really nice outfits um his clothes are very very stylish i think and i don't he wears, know like colorful turbans i think so yeah so he's I think he's, he's uh, running for the NDP. Poised to launch a bid for federal leadership. Of the NDP. Leadership next week. Of the yeah. NDP, right? yeah. 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 And the thing is, it was really interesting how he's a lot, like, yeah, a lot of racist comments though. Oh, really? Like, it was actually shocking. Him? It was shocking, not shocking, yeah. you know. But like, my favorite thing is this guy was like, "Oh, we need a true Canadian to like leave this country." What the fuck? And then I looked at his picture, and he was like, "White." I'm like. European, like what the heck? <laughs> like, like I don't understand oh, what that what means. Makes you a true Canadian. Yeah, like I don't, I don't understand. Like honestly, I thought, like I didn't know what he meant by true Canadian, but it was like maybe he's indigenous. Mm-hmm. Maybe he thinks it's time for indigenous yeah. leaders to yeah. like rule the country. But then mm-hmm. I looked at him; he's whiter than the Oscars. So I'm like pretty, pretty <laughs> sure, you know. And yeah, what, what's really uh, interesting? Another comment: this mm-hmm. guy from Iraq. He's like, oh, if a man with a turban will lead this country, I'm going back to Iraq. What the fuck? And then I'm like. I'll chip in for your ticket. Just go. <laughs> like, literally. That's what I wrote. He didn't reply. But it was so interesting that mm. a minority is going against, yeah, like, uh, a member of another yeah. minority just because yeah. they want to be, I don't know, ruled by Caucasians and Europeans yeah. forever I know. kind of thing. Interesting. Yeah. No, very interesting. Um, yeah, Jasmine is... I've not, I don't know his politics per se. I know a lot of my friends are fans of his. Mm-hmm. And I just know it from a superficial perspective, which is he wears really nice clothes. <laughs> like his yeah. clothes are so nice. And there was this video I saw of him on this podcast. Uh, he was talking about how he's able to tie his turban without looking in the mirror. <laughs> it was like skills. Nice. And then he just looks really good. And I like seeing um, representations of people of color in the media that are just strong, assertive, confident, know what they're talking about, unapologetic. That's really important, you know? Yeah. And I was on this, pa- I was on this panel, the one I invited you to. Yeah. Yeah. Talking about you know what is this weird notion of a true Canadian? That's really weird, right? Mm-hmm. It's like what makes him not Canadian? And that's because so, he's not white. Yeah. <laughs> so it really surprises me that Europeans who colonized this land and those who like moved mm-hmm. here afterwards mm-hmm. actually think they have ownership over the land, and yeah. that I find very interesting. Yeah. Because in a lot of colonized countries, some colonizers actually admit that there are colonizers, yeah. but in this country, most people mm-hmm. think they are true just because mm-hmm. their skin is lighter, right. and that's very surprising. I mean. A lot of minorities have been in this country for mm-hmm. as long as this colonial yeah. country that we know as Canada has ever existed. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting that they don't have that sense of entitlement. Yeah. You know, like, for example, when a person of another of a non-European descent mm-hmm. um, commits a crime, yeah. a lot of people would be like, oh, ship them back home, like, yeah. take them... 
I never see like Canadians of an Indian descent yeah. shouting ship them back to Europe yeah, when like yeah. a white person yeah. commits a crime or something. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting for me how mm. like they actually do believe like they lied a lie <laughs> and then they believed it. And that's very interesting. Yeah. Like I actually cannot wrap my head around it. I'm not even joking. Like yeah. for example, like my family has been in Africa for like thousands of years, mm-hmm. right? However, if someone calls me a Middle Eastern, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be offended because I do realize I am mm-hmm. of a Middle Eastern descent and mm-hmm. I do respect that heritage. Mm-hmm. And I don't like, I wouldn't be like, for example, if I like uh, an Asian person mm-hmm. says I'm African, I wouldn't be like, no, you're not African because mm-hmm. I do think the world is for everyone, right? Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting that actually like a lot of Europeans have that sense of entitlement in mm-hmm. a country that they have colonized. Mm-hmm. And like just recently colonized, they haven't been here for like thousands of years or something. It's very, it's very, very Yeah, recent. and even like some European immigrants yeah. would think that they have this sense of ownership over yeah. the land while like those of color have been here for hundreds of years do not and i don't know it just like actually baffles me like yeah. i still cannot wrap my I, head I around it either. I, I really really cannot and that's one of the ways that i think racism shows its head because white europeans are not able to really understand their history of racism and colonization yeah right so when they see when they say things like um you know those like drunk indigenous people those lazy indigenous people it's like are you forgetting history? Like, right, created, yeah. It's like almost like they've created this weird fake history that's not real. Like, I know. It's not real. Like, or in a way, it's also like they are in denial of reality of how they got here. Mm-hmm. I feel like with immigrants, right, like usually when you see people of color who are immigrants or who immigrated to Canada from, regardless of how many generations ago yeah. it was, they can easily be like, hey, I trace my like heritage my, to, my, yeah. my, my heritage to Canada to like my great great grandfather who moved here from like China. Yeah. You know? But I feel like I never hear white people being like, oh yeah, like I'm an immigrant here from five generations ago. Right. They don't yeah. That. It's like, but you are. And, no, but what's really interesting though, like a lot of, for example, my European friends are like mm-hmm. a first generation Canadian. Yeah. When they'd be like, oh, like they'd ask people of color who've been here for like hundreds yeah. of years like oh where's your family from so mm-hmm. where do you trace your heritage back to and then when they get asked the exact same question like oh i'm just canadian yeah <laughs> yeah my favorite thing yeah. this this lady she's like i'm a regular canadian what i'm like fuck? excuse me like what does that mean right and then she's like uh, and then i'm like well you're white so you must be some from somewhere else from mm-hmm. europe right and then she's like no i don't think so and she's like where are you from i'm like oh i'm just a regular canadian yep. <laughs> that's what i said right <laughs> but it's very interesting like i don't know this yeah. notion right yeah yeah and this like i don't know rise of fascism (laughs) (laughs) speaking of um regular people doing regular things i sent you that video of that person at the grocery store Uh. (laughs) i'm gonna post it on our facebook page basically this person is in the grocery store and there's this lady in the in the line to check out who has um avocados on a shopping cart I was like, she has... Avocados are nice, you know? <laughs> she starts basically telling this girl who is Muslim, I wish they didn't... What did she say? I wish they didn't let you in the country or something? Yeah. And then she replied, I was born here. Yeah, and I was born like, here. Were you? Yeah. And, and for me, like, honestly, I'm always struck by racialized individuals inability mm-hmm. inability to fight racism the thing yeah. is, like i'm not even joking i thought that girl was sassy enough no though. i don't think so, don't think so? oh hell no what was the she, thing what is, okay racism is abuse it and is. you cannot fight abuse, abuse yeah. with kindness yeah yeah the only thing you can fight with kindness like mm-hmm. the only thing you could ever kill with your with kindness is yourself mm-hmm. literally abuse cannot be fought with kindness and racism mm-hmm. is an abuse that has like a lot of effects right it does. yeah so the things she should have been like go back to Europe if you don't like my existence here. Uh, yeah. you know, like, 
You fight there. racism with yeah. like hostility. You don't mm-hmm. fight racism with love. You know, not physical, mm-hmm. not physical hostility, but verbal one for mm-hmm. sure. You know, and it, it always like surprises me. I'm not even kidding. It actually bothers kind, me. Though. I don't think she was. I think she was sassy. She wasn't kind. She was sassy. Yeah. Not sassy enough. Not sassy enough, <laughs> not, not sassy <laughs> enough for racism. Sassy yeah. enough for like I don't know yeah, someone like ridiculing yeah. like your clothes or yeah, something. Yeah. Not sassy enough for racism. Mm-hmm. That's not how racism is fought. This is like. One on one, how to fight racism in public spaces. <laughs> Go back to Europe. No. That's the thing, though. I'm not. I'm not in favor of anyone going back anywhere. I think mm-hmm. we all should coexist. But for those mm-hmm. those of us who don't like the existence of other people, mm-hmm. you could just go back to like where your parents' heritage, whatever, came from. Okay, if you don't so like you, number one, they say. Um, so um, <laughs> I would like you to go back to wherever you came fr- to wherever you came from. I'm not. And then joking. You, you respond. Oh, go back to Europe. Europe is waiting. <laughs> Oh, I've done that. Yeah. Next, what was the next thing she said? She said, um, <laughs> "Why do they let people like you in? I'm glad Obama's not here anymore. Yeah, um, he's about to go to jail. What would you respond?" In that so the thing is, yeah, the answer like that a lot of people give. I was born here. For me, I was not born here. Yeah. I was let in in this country four years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah, if you don't like my existence here, mm-hmm. Europe is a really beautiful continent. I'd like to visit it, but mm-hmm. you should go live there. <laughs> like, and uh, and I'll visit you just to bother you, but you should go live there. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. Woo! Yeah, no, I'm I'm not joking. The things it actually surprises me, and like a lot mm-hmm. of like native-born Canadians mm-hmm. who are of color actually tell me that just because like Europeans have kind of made this lie very prevalent mm-hmm. that they have ownership over this yeah. land. A lot of people, a lot of people of color, do not think that Europeans come from Europe. They don't think that I white know. people come from Europe. It's true. They, they think, think they're yeah. like they, Canadians. They, in my citizenship test for to become a Canadian citizen, there's like only two questions about Indigenous people or something. Right? Yeah. In the in the Q and A session we had, because there's kind of like a roundtable conversation before you go take your oath of citizenship, mm-hmm. and you're just talking about like you know things about Canadian citizenship, civic duties, all that stuff. We didn't talk about indigenous people at all. I had to keep bringing it up. Like, uh, hey, you know, indigenous people are in children to this land. Mm-hmm. So when lots of times people of color come here, they start to, you know, internalize weird racist notions of indigenous people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So I, I also feel very uncomfortable, like, when people are like, oh, I, I was born here. It's like, it doesn't make you better than the other people who are not born here. <laughs> yeah, right? Or yeah. Or it doesn't make the, the person who's racist feel um, like they have less of a claim to tell you to go back to where you came from. <laughs> right? You know? Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. So basically, uh, if you didn't learn anything from this encounter, <laughs> if they tell you to go back to where you came from, tell them to also go back to where they came from and tell them that you know where they came from. It's not here. <laughs> Good answer. So we know. You can't trick us. Yeah. But like, I just want to emphasize, like, you cannot fight abuse with kindness. Mm-hmm. You know, racism is abuse. Abuse yeah. should be fought either legally. Yeah. Or just like by mm-hmm. verbal abuse. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's it. a case of self-defense. You it know? Is. Th- that's what it, it is. is. You never go out of your way to tell mm-hmm. a European person to go back to Europe. Mm-hmm. And by Europeans, I mean like mm-hmm. white people in general. Yeah. It, never tell them that. However, if they mm-hmm. tell you to go back somewhere, Europe yeah. is waiting. <laughs> They're going to welcome you back. <laughs> Actually, it's a beautiful continent. I'm not joking. I want to go know, there. Right? <laughs> Something else that happened this week in the world of news is... Um, Trump fired the FBI director, James Comey. And a couple hours ago, Trump (laughs) tweeted something which is very, very interesting. Trump says, James Comey better hope that there are no tapes, in quote, of our conversations before he starts leaking to the press. Basically, Trump is threatening this guy on Twitter. Isn't that fucked up? I know, but Trump is effed up, so like, is. it doesn't surprise like, me. I don't even know what's going on anymore. I just want to tell people out there, if you're American and you listen to the show, I just want to encourage you that, you know what, Canada is here. Just do whatever you need to do. Marry a person, start a business. 
come here as a refugee. Do whatever you need to do to leave the, the U.S. of A. Yeah. Because shit is going down. And I just want to say something. If any members of my American family are listening, please do not come here. Just stay where you are. <laughs> I love you. I love you. But like, stay far away, you know. I love it. But for any other American, we're here. But my family, stay where you are, baby. <laughs> Every day seems like something weird is weirder is happening. Um, yeah. Scandal, which is this TV show is ending and people were like you know what like yeah scandal is ending it's really sad we've had like some really good seasons or whatever but what's happening in real life Mm -hmm. is almost even stranger than fiction Mm -hmm. it's weirder than anything people can imagine on tv you know it's just so fucked up yeah so i can't wait for the dirt to come like i can't (laughs) wait i'm like some they're hiding something because i was reading somewhere also how come the the russian spies are they hacked the, the Democrats and hacked the Republicans, mm-hmm. but they only released information about the Democrats, right? Okay. Which means that they have some really crucial information about the Republicans. The Republicans are really scared of having that come out. Right. What yeah. is it? I want it. <laughs> I want the dirt. Yeah, you know, you know? it's really interesting. I mm-hmm. figured out that a lot of people think if you're brown, mm-hmm. you're Muslim. Yeah. Like you're Muslim, regardless yeah. of like you're, you're. Literally, people just think you're Muslim if you're As brown. So, so there's a story on Vice recently. Mm-hmm. Basically, as long as you're not white and you're not black and you're not like, I don't know, like maybe a lighter skinned Persian. And person, you're not Asian. And you're not Asian. They think you're Muslim. And then like a lot of Asian Muslims, because like. Yeah, the, there are a lot I of think, Asian Muslims. Yeah, I think the majority of Muslims are Asian actually. Because yeah, like exactly. the two largest Muslim countries exactly. in the world are like what we call yeah. Asian, exactly. like Malaysia and Indonesia, yeah. right? So the things. They yep. get a lot of questions yep. and everyone stares at mm, them. Yeah. Like Korean Muslims as well and exactly. Chinese Muslims. And Chinese Muslims. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or Russian so, Muslims. Yeah, like, I know. There's Muslims all over the world. But yeah. And I talk about that with, like, some Persian people I know who are lighter skinned, who look like white Europeans. Yeah. Do you guys know how much privilege you have that people don't necessarily see your skin as an identifier of Islam? Yeah. Right? Because literally, if you're darker, li- you're Muslim, you know? Yeah. And not, like, some of them who are lighter, like, oh, are you Italian? You know, are you this? Yeah. Are you, are you Greek? You don't have the same. Although, yeah, you're probably racialized in some other ways. Mm-hmm. If you're not, if you don't have a name that's necessarily POC sounding. Yeah. A name that's kind of, like, racially ambiguous. You have light skin, straight hair. You know, just like lighter eyes, people probably think you're Italian or right. European, and you have that privilege that mm-hmm. like other people don't have. Yeah. So no, it's it's that shit is scary. Even in Victoria, that like, people think is so polite. People look at me like in a certain way because I have a fucking like scarf on my head. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So basically, anybody who also covers their head is a Muslim. If you're dark skin, you're and you Muslim. cover your hair, yeah, yeah you're Muslim. <laughs> Anyways, the world is fucked up. Yeah. Until you do right by me, everything you think about is gonna crumble. You do it, Miss C. In this week's segment, No Sister Left Behind, I'm not calling people in relationships. Nice, nice. <laughs> I want to kind of call out people who, I want to say, hustle backwards. And this is the reason. I think for... for <laughs> I mean, it's kind of... I mean, I guess it kind of relates to people's relationships as well. But I want to tell people that I think it for myself, at least, in life, I think life is about making some sort of progress. Nice. If you're a person, if you're a sister who is in a situation where you're not making progress with another mister <laughs> <laughs> or or another sister, another you sister. know. <laughs> it doesn't have to be it can be like in your job, any 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 kind of progress. I want to encourage you to just envision moving forward in your life. And this is like really really special to me because people don't know this. A lot of people don't know this. A couple of years ago in 2015, I graduated, I was working on campus, and I got this job, which at first I thought this was like the perfect job, I'm like really happy. Six months later, I fucking hated this job. 
I hated this job so much. And it was just most, it was a bunch of things. I just don't like waking up early in the morning. I had to be there super early. It was really boring. There's like lots of stuff happening. And I'm like, I don't like this job. But mm-hmm. people didn't really understand this because people are like, well, it's a wonderful job. You look, it seems like a really good fit for you. But I told them, you're not as this cubicle for seven hours a day working. I'm the one who knows how it feels like, right? right yeah. Um, so what I did was one day I was, okay, I, I'm fed up. And I left. I literally just was like, okay, bye. Like, I'm, I'm done. Nice. You know? And I know not, not not everybody has the same privilege to be able to get up and leave because some people don't have savings. Some people don't have, you know, re- the resources. So and mm-hmm. it's quite a job. Yeah. But I think what's even more valuable than your actual decision of leaving is being able to visualize leaving. If that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, very, I know. Like, kind of working, working towards it. Working yeah. towards it, right? Yeah, if you and cannot leave. If you can't leave, mm-hmm. think of, because the, the mind is such a powerful thing, right? You may not be able to leave, but I think in life, if you envision, you visualize making progress, I think something about, like, how the mind works empowers you to be able to take those steps. A lot of people say that. And I that think I find- so true. Like, yeah, I mean, obviously, strange. it's not like it's not like um, it's not like this like magic potion. You don't just think about it and then you're like, ooh. Yeah, you, you gotta know? work hard you towards to, it. But I think the reason why it works for me, at least, is that when you start envisioning something, right, and it's not happening immediately, I think something about your mind connecting with your body helps your body to start making those moves. It could be like maybe the next day you're gonna start spending two hours a day looking for a job instead of zero minutes a day, you know, because you're constantly thinking of I can get another job. I'm like very very qualified. I have all these skills, right? As opposed to sitting in that job moping and like not seeing a better tomorrow mm-hmm. you know so little things like that were really helpful for me and obviously today's my birthday and on my birthday I like to think of you know moving forward next nice. steps nice <laughs> nice yeah. um so don't hustle backwards and for me i think an example of hustling backwards is you're stuck in this job and instead of you to you know envision moving forward you're instead very very sad you're really hard on yourself you can't see a better way out so one of the things I've started to do, I've done like the past little while, is just having a vision board. And a vision board is basically a board that it has all the things I want to accomplish. Basically, you know, pictures of the th- kind of things I want to accomplish in my life. I have like pictures of my, my future house. Nice. <laughs> About to be a baller out here. You have a picture of me as your future boyfriend? Yeah, I'm going to add a picture of Nofo. That's, <laughs> that's my future boyfriend, you know. I have a picture. I have quotes that really inspire me. You know, nice. these things that you can look at. It's the same reason people will write like a message on their window, on their mirror that you see all the time, right? Just messages that inspire you that motivates you on bad days to like keep moving because you know you're working towards something important that's very interesting yeah no people like say that maybe you should try that out yeah you should like there are so many successful people who like really really talk about this um, you know what I'm going to start so doing? So don't hustle backwards. Yeah. Meditation as well. I meditate, like, I meditate uh, as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I was talking to my friend about meditation because my friend was telling me about how he recently quit smoking and drinking. Nice. And he has to, like, he was like a huge stoner. So it's a huge decision for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's been meditating. And the idea of meditation is, you know, being able to calm your mind and calm your thoughts and like basically just like have a blank, blank mind that's not freaking out or thinking about anything, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that process of being able to just sit down and give time to yourself and monitor your breathing is so, so important, you know? And the next step is being able to visualize your future. Why not? Even if it doesn't work, why not try? Yeah. You to lose, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so don't hustle backwards. If you're in a bad place, think of how to get out of it. Beautifully said. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just thinking of my lunch. <laughs> so that's against the rules and you can't sit with us. You can't sit with us! What is your topic for the day, Nicole? Oh my goodness, let's let's talk about traveling. I'm not joking. Okay. Like, let's talk about traveling. So, guys, I'm going. I'm leaving tomorrow. At, He's leaving tomorrow. Uh, going to, to the French part of Canada. <laughs> to this like small town called Trois Pistoles for like 
five weeks and then i'm gonna go to montreal so i haven't figured out my housing in montreal i haven't figured out if i have a job or not like i haven't figured out anything are you applying for jobs yeah i am so the thing is i want to talk about like fears and adventures you Mm. know that's the thing like because i don't know you've traveled a lot right and the things i don't know it's it's kind of like really exciting to embark like on a new adventure but it's kind of it is scary and the thing is like for the first five weeks mm-hmm. i know like i don't know my homestay but i know i am placed with a homestay i'm yeah. going to like a university and everything mm-hmm. so it's fine yeah. yeah but it's so After so that. scary <laughs> yeah. and it's not because i don't speak like french yeah. well but it just like i don't it's just scary for me yeah. you know like you don't know where you're going you don't know what you're expecting you know mm-hmm. so that's very interesting so it's like and people always talk about like combating your fears like mm-hmm. um overcoming your fears like mm-hmm. how the heck do you do that how do you do that <laughs> Yeah. That's a good question. I'm trying to think of how I... You know what? Actually, I have an answer for this. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest ways I combated my fear was to lose things I was, I was scared of. <laughs> yeah. Losing the like, things I admire are the things that were really precious to me without expecting it, right? Like because what? All, so all my life, I'm that person who's very... I think people would describe me as very... I'm, I, I would say I'm very calculating. Okay. But always, I don't do things very irrationally i like to yeah think myself as very rational and that's also a tourist and i'm a tourist they say tourists are very like we like to plan we're very practical we like to calculate we don't make sudden nice moves and that's who i am right so i was i was always that person who was like i'm gonna graduate i'm gonna work here i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do that right and it's a good thing i'm still like that in many ways but the problem with that is that when you don't take risks or take or do things that are out of your comfort zone you have so many fears that like like hold you back, right? Mm-hmm. From doing those things that you probably want to do that you can't because you're so scared. It's a cycle where you you're too scared to do this, so you don't do it, and then you're you don't, you don't overcome your fears. Mm-hmm. So when I lost certain things, when I broke up with my ex, right? And I, I like I never knew that was gonna happen. <laughs> I never knew. Really? I was like, We're gonna, yeah, I was like I was so naive. I was like, hey, he's the one. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I thought he was the one. And then, like, when my friends died and all that stuff, when, it, when shit like that happens and it takes you out of your comfort zone, you have to really reevaluate your life and be like, so, all those things, my biggest fears happened and I survived. So, you know, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. So, when you do this trip, you know. I have nothing to lose, really. That you're so scared really. of, you have nothing to lose. You're going to yeah. come back and be like, so I did this. Why the hell not, right? So, after all that stuff happened, I went on this huge trip. Because in the past, I'd never really traveled alone. I'd I think I went to Puerto Rico as well. Having that experience of like, I did this, then I didn't know like anything about. I didn't know anybody in Puerto Rico. Really, it taught me trust myself. Because I think part of fear is like not being for, being scared of the unknown and because you don't really know how trusting yourself in yeah. weird situations works. How right? you react to it. How you'd react to it. So like being able <laughs> to like trust yourself in uncertain situations helps you get rid of like a lot of fears that you mm-hmm. have otherwise, right? So I think this trip will be a good way to practice that. Yeah. Know your self-worth. Yeah, know your self-worth. And just, like, know yourself, right? I already um, know how sexy I am, but <laughs> I gotta work <laughs> worth myself more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, that yeah, I would say that, like, what do you think you're gonna have to do to get rid of those fears that you have? I have no clue, really. Yeah. I think, honestly, I think, okay, I'm a very open person. Like, mm-hmm. I share too much information. TMI. I don't think <laughs> I can walk through life like that anymore. You like. <laughs> like you know, like gas in the studio. Yeah, right <laughs> like like I don't think I, I can. I swear the things I mm-hmm. share. I mean, okay, and I also like publish poetry, right? Yeah. <laughs> My poetry, I swear to God, it has everything about me. Like one is very corny, but it's not about placing hands on my chest. So it's about a nightclub that I went to, uh-huh. and it's about my night at a nightclub, and me, uh, no, in Quebec City, uh-huh. and me walking through downtown Quebec from the entrance 
uh, of the like the small uh, like the old city to the mm. river and me reminiscing about like my day at nightclub so um, my night at a nightclub wow, not, so but no but, but no but no the thing is i love it mm-hmm. it has this one line where like oh it has this one word okay. muslim <laughs> like ah! in there i'm like bitch everyone's gonna know what my religion is you know <laughs> and then and then it has it has ramadan and it talks about fasting as well <laughs> And it talks about like I think the Quran. I'm not sure about like wow, me. Wow, heavy. <laughs> it's like God. It's like it's all out there. <laughs> and then dancing at a nightclub okay. and everything. It's like yeah. just like too much information. Like I'm just mm. like, you know, it's because mm. like I write as a form of catharsis. So I just mm. like sit there and yeah, write yeah. write what I feel, yeah. and then like what I feel is a lot of stuff yeah. that reveals a lot a about me. To, like reveal so. It's not, like, sensitive information. No, I don't think about my poetry, but, like, the way I walk through life, it just reveals a lot of information. And okay. I cannot, for example, go to a small town and just, like, tell them everything about yeah. myself and everything I think of and my opinions. Yeah. That's, that's, like, too much, you know? And I cannot keep, I cannot keep like, my opinions to myself, but I need to learn how to, like, share less information, how mm. to be more secretive about like my tactful? life. Yeah, I th- yeah, that's the word for it. Because <laughs> I, don't, I don't have that. And the thing... <laughs> <laughs> and then the thing is like for it. me i'm very eloquent i'd like to think mm-hmm. however i just say it as it is yeah and i don't think that's appropriate for m- most situations really? i think for certain situations but there are certain circumstances yeah. where you need to be a little Less bit blunt. tactful yeah in like, nigeria nigerians i would say most nigerians are pretty straightforward and blunt people yeah i think a lot of times when i see people our age who are like, talking about you know being less blunt it's because they're thinking of you know my career I don't want to put too much of my life on social media because my future employers are going to see it. I want to go into, like, this, into, like, the public service and all that stuff. Um, I don't have all those, like, concerns. I feel like I work for an employer that doesn't give a shit. In the future, I'm going to not be in an environment where I'm going to be too worried about my public image getting out there. So I'm blunt. Unapologetically blunt. People know this. Like, I will tell you what I think, and if you don't like it, too bad. Nice. I think there's a balance. Like, there's people who are, like, free speechers who are like, ooh, free speech, I can say whatever the fuck I want and be homophobic or racist or sexist. There's a difference between free speech and hate speech, and being right? Hate, yeah. And being hateful. I, yeah. I believe in, like, yo, I can say whatever I want. So, like, I don't know. If you think it's working for you, why stop? Is it not working for you? <laughs> Maybe not. Like, that's what I think, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, sometimes, even, like, when I have family dinners and stuff, like, yeah. the things that I say, like, even the way I speak, like, I don't know taboos, so I'd use anywhere. I don't swear a lot. Yeah. But, like, I'd use, like, I don't know, I wouldn't say vulgar language, mm. but just very explicit okay. vocabulary, if one may say. Yeah. And that's not necessarily deemed as appropriate yeah. in so many cultures. cultures yeah. So for me, what I need to learn Cultural is actually consider the other person's perspective yeah, yeah. while I'm talking to them. And I don't usually yeah. do that. And I just context. like, I'm just always myself, and you the, know? And the context. Like yeah. In, how I would talk to you is not how I would talk to like an older person or how I would talk to my mom. But the problem yeah. is like, I talk to my mother the same way I talk to my oh, friends right, and stuff problem. like... <laughs> <laughs> and I realize that's a problem. Well, I yeah. guess we'll see how you change in the next few weeks and months yeah. over there in the French-speaking world. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Are you excited for this trip, though? I am. I yeah. am. Yeah. I don't know. I like adventures. Yeah. Nice. And I also like learning a new language, I guess. Mm, yeah. Cool. I'm gonna, gonna be a Francophone baby. Je <laughs> suis... <laughs> <laughs> what do you want me to say in French? I don't know. What, about, what do you want to say? Je suis très sexy. <laughs> Wow, okay. <laughs> on that note, um, <laughs> on that note, I guess we will talk to you next week. Bye. Yeah, bye.